0: And you can find that link in the show notes. Well, hello, my dear ones. I am so excited for this episode. I had so much fun chatting with my coach. I am interviewing my coach today, the amazing and admittable Ron Reich. And we are talking about an amazing topic that he is just gifted at. This person knows this topic, which is really about engaging your already warm audience, no matter how big or small you perceive your audience or following or list to be. And we're going to be talking all about how to make multi-six figures in your business with a small following. And Ron is a real genius on this, which is one of the many reasons why I hired him because I don't have, I think for what my business earns in a year, my list is definitely on the smaller side. And I am not one who feels like I need to have, I'm not called to have a huge, huge following. I'm just called to have a audience who I feel deeply connected to. So that to me is more important than big, big lists that don't have that connection. And that's what we're going to be talking about today. So in today's episode, Ron explores with us the missteps he sees entrepreneurs making when it comes to building the right audience. Why bigger is not necessarily better when it comes to building an audience and how you can make multi-six figures in your business with a smaller following. We'll end on an invitation that will have you engaging your current audience, no matter how big or small you perceive it to be, in a way that gets them excited to hire you and invest in your offerings. So you're going to want to stay with us until the end. Welcome to Soul Guide Radio, Hey there, Soul Guide Circle. That is the name of this community of soul-guided leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs. In the Soul Guide Circle, we have big soul missions, and we yearn to earn more, serve more, and grow spiritually along the way. If you aren't already a member, then I invite you to join our Facebook group of over 1,300 leaders and light workers who are in service to each other and the planet. A link to join is in the show notes. Today, I'm speaking to my amazing coach at the moment, Mr. Ron Reich. Ron is on a mission to inspire excellence in A-player entrepreneurs so they can build the businesses of their dreams. He helps successful online entrepreneurs scale their businesses to seven and even eight figures through his advanced marketing systems. And I am a client of Ron's, and I will say that his systems are advanced in a very simple, approachable, and, you guys, and soul-guided way. I think you are going to receive so much from this episode. Please enjoy. Welcome, Ron. Thank you so much for being on Soul Guide Radio.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I am super duper excited to be here.
0: Oh my gosh. So I have to, I want to start by telling everybody, because this is like a big deal for me. You're my coach. Yes.
1: I'm very excited about that. as well. It is a big deal for me as well.
0: Ah, well, I I tend to work with one person, very like, and I, and, I find a coach and I'm all in with that coach and I tend to work with them for a long time. And then I only consume their content. So like I'm in that space with you, Ron. You post something on Facebook and I'm reading it.
1: Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Great stuff.
0: What I love about you, you're very intuitive and you're all about energy and, and all of that. But I don't think you market
1: yourself as a spiritual guy, right? I do not market myself at that as that. Definitely not. It's more like. I market myself as a business strategist, marketing genius, dude. But then, when once people kind of get into my world, then a lot of the energetic stuff does type, does does come across for sure.
0: Yeah, because you attract really spiritual people. A lot of my peers in the spiritual business coaching world—they've all, they're all, they've all been through your doors.
1: <laughs> that's right.
0: So I think that's really cool. I think that just says too really talks to putting out a certain, even though you're not saying it, you're putting out an energy and you're attracting, I think, people like me. That's so cool. So I love the topic. We're going to be talking about how to create wealth, earn six figures, multiple six figures with a small mailing list, a smaller audience. I think that's really going to speak to the listeners of this podcast because a lot of the A lot of my clients have said to me, not all of them. Okay, so if you're out there thinking, I want to have a huge following, that's cool. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, some of us are really kind of meant for that. And I'll say a lot of my clients, they feel like they're called to more of an elite following. Mm -hmm. So a curated, smaller following of people who are really activated and really engaged. And that's that's what a lot of my clients tend to
1: want. Yep, absolutely. We're quite similar. That is the kind of business I run as well. And it really is the fastest. It really is the, really the fastest way, which anywhere to get into. It really is the fastest way to grow. I mean, it's definitely the fastest way to grow like, like a coaching consulting business. I know most of the people we work with are, are coaching service provider types. And it really is the fastest way really to grow any business for reasons that, that we'll get to as, as we, as we, as we talk about this.
0: Ooh, I love it so much. So I don't know why, but I like to start with missteps. I like to I like to start with common mistakes. I feel like this is where we get our best learning points, right? So I'd love to know in your work, Rod, and you've worked with so many like super amazing people. You've got an amazing client list of really like kind of top entrepreneurs out there. So it's exciting to be in your circle. So given all your experience, you've been at this for years, what are the top missteps you see entrepreneurs making when it comes to building the right audience for them and their offerings?
1: Yeah. So we really alluded to this and this kind of, it will delve into kind of what's the, what's the, what's the right thing to do, which I know you're going to ask later is it really is this idea of, it's about thinking, it's really about thinking they need that a larger audience is the answer to all their problems. This is probably the, this is really the big one, and there's different variations. Like if this is the core problem, like the root of the problem, the symptoms we see are that as a result of people thinking that they need to have this larger audience, then they end up deciding that they need to, Try out all these different. They need to be on all these different social media platforms, or they need to like be posting on Instagram five times a day. And they need to. Oh, TikTok is really cool. They need to start. You know, they need to. Oh, I just have a friend who just had got thirty thousand followers on TikTok. I need to start TikTok, so I'm going to start TikTok. And they hear, you know, oh, Facebook ads is the way way to grow it. so It's set is the way. It's the way to make grow your audience. And so they 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 just kind of. Because they have this idea that bigger list, if I just had more, a bigger list, I would get, I would make more money. This ends up manifesting and then really focusing on uh, things that will not only will not help them, like that will keep them, that will, that will keep them stuck, but it's almost stuff that will actually cause them to redress if they keep going along these lines. So that's really, really. That's really that's really the big the big misstep is thinking you need a bigger audience, and that as a result of that, going on you know, basically chasing more shiny objects.
0: Yeah. So you're saying bigger is not necessarily better.
1: Definitely not. Definitely not.
0: Because I find it takes a lot of time, time investment, and or money investment to build your audience, like growing your list. If you want to really get it up there to the higher numbers, that that takes time. It takes money.
1: Right? It's, it's a common 100%. There's a common... I heard this a long time ago. In order to grow an audience, you need to pay for it in some way or another. And you took, you said the exact thing. You should pay for it with time, which if you really want to grow a large audience, it's going to take... Not only is it going to take a lot of time, like if you want to get 10... Everybody wants 10,000 Instagram followers. If you want to get 10,000 quality Instagram followers that's going to take time in like that could take six to 12 months or even more. And then it's also going to take, you're going to have to invest a lot of time into that project. And then of course, if you don't have time, you might have money or, or the other way, if, you, if you're not willing to spend time, you need to be spending money. But most people don't have the, and this is the thing that I told you before we started chatting that I can be long winded So I, <laughs> I, I, I'll i do my best to temper it. But I just, the thing when it comes to money is that most people really underestimate. They have no idea how expensive it really is to build a a quality audience. So what I'm talking about here is that and just just do the math. Like to get one, just kind of use the industry standards, to get one quality, I would say this is even generous, but to get one quality lead. If you can get if you're paying for traffic on Facebook, for example, to get one quality lead, like someone who's a good lead, who might not necessarily be a client, but someone who would be a good lead that would be a, like a solid email, like an actual human being that's interested in your services, or who might possibly be interested in your services, that's going to cost 10 to $20 most likely for someone who's of, of quality. This is just industry standards based on my experience. When I'm talking about quality person, there are people that can, you can hire Facebook advertising people that can get leads for $2 or $3. Fair enough, but I'm saying generally industry standards for a quality, like a quality person who's going to show up for your webinar or sign up for your webinar, webinar and show up. Let's say that's ten dollars, right? So if you want to get ten thousand of those people just in Facebook ads alone, that's going to cost you ten thousand dollars, and that's not going and that doesn't factor in the fact that you're you might have to spend time learning Facebook advertising. You're going to have to maybe hire an agency, for example. So what I'm getting at is. I, he, me and most of my, pe- kind of any of my peers, if I told them, "Pay, hey, give me $10,000, I'll get you a 1,000 people that are going to show up for your webinar. If they were smart, they would all say yes to that. But it really is not exactly that easy. So again, so just do the math, right? So if you want to build a really large audience, if you, let's say you want 20,000, you want to heat up 10,000 people, right? Under this math, that would cost, what is that? It's easy math, but I'm that would cost you $100,000,
0: yeah. And I think that's your being. I think a quality lead on Facebook is more towards the $20. So I think no, you are being a little bit.
1: conservative. Yeah. 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 Yep. No, that's so good. If you're, if you are listening to this, if you're blessed to be listening to this and you have a <laughs> hundred, two hundred, three hundred thousand dollars that you have just sitting in a bank or, or wherever that you can, that you're willing to, you know, use to it, to, to invest in your, in your, in your audience, then. Lucky you. Most, most, most of us don't have that, that luxury.
0: Yeah. And, and they don't have, we, and most of us don't have, you got to choose what you're going to invest. Are you going to do the time investment or the money investment? Well, the Facebook ad process is both. And if you're not going to invest the time to figure it out and test things and test audiences, then you got to pay someone else to do it. And if you want someone who's really good at doing that, it's going to cost you some money as well, getting that Facebook person to do it. Ron, let me tell you a little trap I I find. I think I make a misstep. Let's see. You're my coach. Tell me if you agree with this. I find myself... Okay, so I do Facebook ads to get leads. And I think my audience prefers like prospective clients. I think words like leads are like a little bit... I don't know. I, I can... Yeah. Feel I... I use my energy. I can feel my listeners not really liking that word. So let's say prospective clients, I use Facebook ads among other things. But that's the one thing I, that's kind of the primary thing I do to, I would say the number one thing that I do in my business that gets me new people coming in to connect to me. And, and so when someone's new, okay, they see a Facebook ad of mine and let's say they're going to sign up for a master class of mine and they sign up. And they get excited about it and maybe they book a discovery call and then they, then I get excited. It seems like there's these new people coming in and there's like this excitement because I'm new and they're new and we have this new relationship budding. And then sometimes I feel like I neglect or that excitement somehow gets lost with some of the people who've been in my audience for a while. And so I feel like this is I'm in this little trap now where I'm at the outer edges of my audience with just like, just dancing with the new people and not not the people have been with me for a while. Yeah. What would you say to that?
1: So as you know, one of the things that I, uh, so just to informing why that's a problem, the reason why is because you're human, right? We all want, <laughs> we all think the grass is greener. We all think that new is better and different. So we tend to just focus on that, right? And the stuff that we add we tend to devalue, you know, more than the stuff that we don't have. So this, this is true. everything, Right. Like, but it's very true. Of course, it's also true in this case. So, but I'll just give you a very simple framework for this specific question. So, so it's not ideal to do that.
0: Right. And can I just disclaimer here for people who've been with me for a while? I love you and value you so much. Please know that. Please know that.
1: <laughs> we do for sure. And a lot of this is a time thing. I, you know, I just, because we have so much to talk, about. I don't want to. I don't want to just diagnose why. And let's, let's. I'll just give you a solution. Here's the thing: all of us, any kind of businesses, but specifically, we're talking to coaches, spiritual coaches, and service providers. We have three types of people that we could be talking to. Really simple stuff. We have people who are cold, people that you have not connected with before. At least, so this. This is like these are in the context. They're just people who are cold, people who are just finding out about us, let's say, or people who don't know about us at all, right? We have cold people, then we have warm people. Let's say the warm people would be someone in this context, someone. So a cold person is someone who might have just signed up for your webinar or someone isn't even, who hasn't even signed up for your webinar yet. They're out in the ethers. Someone warm is someone who's already engaged with your content on some level or another. Like they've already signed up for a webinar and they've already, been on the webinar, for example, but they did that, or they've been on your list for a while. Let's say that they're warm, and then we have our hot people. These are the best people—the people who signed up for the webinar, book the strategy session, book the discovery session, or the people that just—they're just you can—you just know they're hot because they're—they're they're commenting, not everything. They're—they're they're like super duper engaged. They show up for all your Facebook lives. Those are your hotter people, right? So, super simple, basic stuff. A lot of what I do, as you know, Allison. Teach you the basics. Remind you of the basics. Is so we have cold people, warm people, and hot people. <laughs> I here's, love it. Here's, here's the answer. Spend. You know, we were spend. You want to basically divide up your marketing, the time you've had to spend on marketing and sales, and the time you spent on oh, these people. You want to divide it up into three parts. Like super, right? Super groundbreaking stuff. We want to be spending about thirty percent of our marketing time and money. Let's say on getting new people. Then we want to spend thirty percent of our time getting our warmer people, getting them to become hot. And then we do want to be spending and most people, this is a mistake a lot of not you, you're really good at a mistake. A mistake a lot of people make is not really spending enough time really on their super hot people. So really if you just if you listen to this, if you just get one thing out of this out of this interview, get this, just divide your time up into 30, you know, a third, a third, a third, and you are going to find magic happen.
0: That is brilliant. And listeners, Ron is, he is a marketing genius and he is a genius at bringing, you bring us back to basics in such a smart way. You're really good at it. And I just couldn't agree with this more. And thank you for saying I'm good at the 30% hot. I, I just... I want to add to that I, I I couldn't agree with this formula more, and when I figured that out, you know I had to figure it out for myself after not doing this and and suffering and not getting the results I wanted when I figured out like s- carving out time in my day to really spend and focus and connect to my thirty percent of hot prospective clients prospects that was and and that was got, got me such a return on that time investment. And I was like, why didn't I do this from the beginning? Like, why am I just onto this now? So all this to say, couldn't agree
1: more. Oh, yeah. Good stuff. It comes back to, we we take for granted the stuff we have in front of us, or we think exploring boring, is better, it's the same stuff we talked about. So if we can fight human nature, we can make a lot of progress.
0: Nice. And so just going a little bit into the rabbit hole of these 30%, these hot prospects, boiling hot prospects, as I like to call them. Sometimes I'm like, okay, I'm part of Ron's mastermind too. So we were talking a little bit about this in the mastermind once about like, how often is too often to reach out to someone? You know, they're a hot. You know, they're a hot person in your audience. They love you. They're excited about you. They want to work with you. You've reached out to them and you haven't heard anything. But people are busy, right? Emails go to spam folders. How many times do you reach out to a person your, your intuition is telling you this person is indeed a hot person. And I'm just reaching out from time to time to say, Hey, I'm here if you want to work with me and you're probably graduated beyond this. Cause I think people just come to you But for the listeners for me, what would you recommend is like, how, how often would you reach out?
1: Like how many, how many times is too many? So, yeah. So, I mean, it depends on the context. So for example, so there's different, there's kind of versions of hot prospects, right? There are those people who you, you, just know that they're hot prospects. Like they've been engaged with you maybe for a while. They're like you, you see their profile on Facebook or Instagram and you're like, the vibe is strong here. This is the kind of person who I, who I know I could really help that. I know this is a good fit. Then we have those people. This, that's just one example. I'm not getting, I'll just give you one more. Then we have another example of like the person, a more technical, like specific example of the person who, you know, you did you did a Facebook Live where you made an offer to get an, a, a discovery session, and this person there was like at the end of the call there was fifty people listening and ten people booked a strategy session. So of course those ten people are like you're super, almost like beyond boiling hot or boiling hot plus. But then the other forty people in this context, they're like they're definitely hot. Like if they listen to your webinar and uh you heard the pitch, but we're still engaged, that's just, that's a hot person. So what I'm getting at is that. For, if it's something very time-based for an event like that, like you you're, you have a special offer, you want to really, I would say a good rule of thumb is you want to, you want to schedule it between, you want to follow up with that person at least three times within like a seven day, well, within a seven to day period. Typically, if they're seven, you have an offer and they're interested, you want to, you want to keep your, put on the gas, so to speak.
0: Wow. Three times within a seven day. Okay.
1: The way I would do it would be so like, you know, you do your master class, you make an offer, you make a master class, you make an offer to get a strategy session. You, that person, the person who didn't take you up on the offer, a hundred percent, I would send them some kind of personalized message like that day or the following day. Hey, you know, I signed you were just in the master class. You know, we'd love to talk to you about us possibly working together or whatever the verbiage is. And then if they don't respond, right, if they don't get back to them that, then yeah, two or three days later, hey. Doesn't need to be complicated. Hey, did you hear my last message? I'm just following up. And then maybe if they still don't respond and it's towards the end of your like open cart period or whatnot, or just like if this offer is not going to be around forever or whatnot, Hey, just wanted to want, wanted to follow up with you one more time to take advantage of the special discovery session. I would, I would really love to connect with you to see if this might be a good fit. Again, so when I said three times a week, that sounds like a lot, but hopefully you can appreciate that. You know, what I just said is pretty. It's not super aggressive. It's not like it's like, or spammy.
0: No, not at all. Y- yeah. And you have such a good way of always framing everything. So when this interview's over, I got a lot of follow up emails. I got a lot of, Hey, did you get my last email messages to send? Cause I think I've been a little bit too like one and done. A hundred percent.
1: Anyone, if you're sending this follow up emails, like this is again, really basic stuff, but it's the basics. It's a Robin Sharmer, the great speaker and author says, says that greatness is consistent, consistently focusing on the fundamentals. This is really basic fundamental stuff that if people do it, and most of us just don't do it, right? They just don't most of us don't even follow up once, right? I'm not done that most people don't send that message after the webinar, for example. So yeah. I send that, you're ahead of like 80% of the people. And then if you're if you have that effort to send the follow up two or three times afterwards, you know, you're you're golden. And then as far as your other people, here's what I would say, to be honest, when it comes to like if somebody's not so time-based for an event, you really just, it's really just about, I'm just going to say, it's about being consistent. The the key is that the meta rule is be consistent and always be connecting with your own people. So for example, and this is where it's hard to say, oh, you, I need to follow up, you should follow up once a, yeah. So one rule of thumb, I would say at least connect with them at least once a month. At, at a bare minimum, once, once a month. But when you'll find, if you're consistent with it, then you're just going to find your rhythm. So, for example, let's say I'm, an, and if you're listening to this, I highly, highly recommend it. If you've not done this, make your list of, make your list into your top, whatever the number is, and the top, you know, 20, 30, 40, 50 people that you would love, you know, your dream client list, people that you would love to call in to your, to your services. And then what, what you want to do is make the list and then, and some of these lists would be those hotter people, hopefully people who are engaged, people who are interested in what you're selling. And then just make an effort to that you're going, to, that you're going to consistently be working that list. And so here's what you're going to find is that let's say you're, I mean, I'm going to reach out to 10 people today and you know, you'll send, you'll send 10 those 10 messages and on am going to send platform makes sense. And what you'll find is that. Same thing. Some people are going to respond. Some people are not going to respond. So the people who don't respond, super good idea would be, yeah, make a note to follow up with them. within a week, it's kind of like similar to what we talked about, or even sooner than that. If there's like a, they give them more of a specific reason, something more, you know, just, if you just use your intuition on. Sometimes it might make sense for, for you to follow up with them later, but sometimes people are going to say, like, you say, you say, Hey, how are things going? And they're going to say, Oh, you know, thing, honestly, things are not going really well. Why? And they maybe they had, They have some personal matter, like their, you know, their grandmother just passed away or whatever, or they just have to, you know, anything. Something's going on in their personal life. They tell you about it. And so, of course, that's going to be a message. Okay, you know, like, all right, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make a note to follow up with you three days later, right? That's probably the one, that's the kind of person, maybe making it to follow up next month to see how, see how they're doing, et cetera, et cetera. And then what you're going to find is there's also a lot of people that are just going to respond to you. And then you're just going to have conversations with them. And then it's just about being consistent and seeing, actually, we, we're, we're intentional. And just, I was going to where the conversation goes. We want to, as you would say, court our client. You know.
0: That's right. Yes, the sole client courtship. Thank you. Thank you for that. I love that you said use your intuition. This is a great time to exercise your intuition in terms of like, I can always just kind of feel like I'm going to give you an example. I have a hot prospect out there. <laughs> Maybe she's listening. And she and I did a discovery call in uh, like, let's just say three four months ago. So that was, I like to think in season. So that was, let's say, early summer we talked. And she said, well, I'm super interested, Allison. I want to sign up for your VIP program. And and she's a person she's got a great business going she's she's doing amazing things in the world she said but now's not the time but let's talk in the fall. In the mm-hmm. fall I think will be good good time and I was like great. My one on one schedules booked right now and I have a high end group program happening in the fall this is great. All the stars are aligning. Well, Ron, I've been emailing her. I've been emailing her. I even sent her a Facebook friend request. Cause I thought, where did she go? And I'm like, I'm just like convinced my emails are going to her spam folder. And it's my intuition is telling me that I'm not spamming her. You know what I mean? Like I'm not over emailing her or like, like I have this intuition that she wants to connect to me. Yeah. And it's just saying that she's not responding to any of my emails, but she's out there she wants to talk to me. Of course, she obviously she knows where to find me. I believe if she really wanted to get hop back on the phone with me to talk about starting a coaching journey. But anyway, I am. I don't know why I'm sharing that with you, but I just feel called to share it. My intuition is telling me that this because I think this is why I'm called, because I think if you were using logic, you would say, obviously, this woman's not interested You know, stop spamming her, stop emailing her. But I just know that that's not the case. So guess what? I'm just going to keep emailing. And the last email I sent to her, I said, I know you're probably busy, so I'll just keep checking in with you time to time and and, and until I, you know, hear otherwise from you. Basically until you you tell me to stop checking in. It was something like that. It was diplomatic the way I said it.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. And then, yeah, when you think about the energy, right? Like I was one of the reasons why I'm working with you is because you're it really, your vibe really is really strong. You do have this, just this amazing, just really amazing, powerful energy, which is really, really great. And so, the idea here is that how do I explain this? Is that if you or any person, like if you, if you have that strong vibration, and if you like, if you feel good, and if you really believe in yourself and you believe in your services, then the force that makes sense to continue it. To follow up with this person, as long as they haven't given you like, like they might, as long as they haven't given you any negative energy or like some negative signal, or you don't intuit any negative signal that they don't want to follow up a deal, it's like you're the one who's giving them. You know, you're like you have this lottery ticket for a million dollars that you're that you're trying to chase them down to give to, to give them their their that lottery ticket it would be kind of like that would just be very selfish of you to not give someone their their million dollar lottery ticket. You know what I mean? And of course, there are those people that do say like, you just get that negative energy or like where they are like, where maybe just intuit it, like, ah, this person doesn't want to talk to me or they'll basically say, stop, stop contacting or they'll tell you, oh, I just joined another program. Then of course, those people in that, in this context, obviously then that energy of continuing to court them is not going to be there.
0: I love that. I love the metaphor so much. And with your permission, I'm going to start using this. I'll tell, I'll I'll always give you the credit. I'm holding a million-dollar lottery ticket, (laughs) and and in this metaphor, it's like my coaching, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I love that so much. I have it. I have a ticket for you. It's worth a million dollars. Let's get on the phone to talk about it. And I, I totally and like I, yes. The more and I just you, the listener, know that you also have a million-dollar lottery ticket that your sole clients really need you to give them. And another point I just wanted to make is in my experience of my like true warm and hot prospects. I've never had anyone ever say to me, stop contacting me.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Yeah. And they want to hear from you hundred percent.
0: They do. And I think that we sometimes a misstep is we make this assumption that we're bothering them. We're reaching out too many times. And I think that's very, very rarely the case when you have this connection and this intuition
1: that this person really is a good audience member. And all of that stuff, all of that negativity and again I appreciate that it's not easy. It's not easy as you to say, "Hey, you're awesome, don't't don't, don't be nervous about contacting people." but when I'm getting is that all of that, oh, I'm bothering someone, I'm whatever." all that negative self-talk, all those negative vibes, it all just comes from lack of beliefs in yourself. it comes from lack of confidence. it comes from lack of appreciating how awesome you are again, once you appreciate how awesome you are and really, really value what you're offering. And especially when you have, so there are many people listening to this. There's a good you listen to this, you've already worked with clients and you have like created life-changing results. You, like you're, you might literally be a miracle worker and you're just not appreciating how really how awesome you are and how powerful it is what you're selling. So a lot of this is, again, once you embody that, once you appreciate how awesome it is when you're selling, then again, a lot of this negativity, a lot of this doubt, a lot of this political imposter syndrome, and all these kinds of things, a lot of that becomes a lot more, I'm not going to say it goes away, but it becomes a lot more manageable. Yes,
0: yes, really, really, truly agree with that. All right, so you've really answered this question in so many ways already, but what else haven't you offered or that you'd like to share about other Ron's other top tips for building a prosperous business with a smaller list?
1: So actually, I want to give actually one, just a real meta, like really big picture mindset shift that I think is going to really help a lot of people. And then we can spend, then I'll I'll talk about a couple of more specific tactical things. So here is amongst the most valuable things that I could possibly Sure, and that is this: is that really any person who's in business? And I think this is very, very. It's even more specific to personal brands, typically coaches, consultants, service providers, the kind of people who are in our world. Is that there's a lot of people who are who might do what you do, like for example, Allison, me, and you we're both technical business coaches. We actually have a there's overlap in the people that we've uh, that, uh, that 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 the kind of clients that we work with, for, for example. But if but again, I have my you know I have my people that work with me and then you have the people who work with you. The idea there here is that there's a one any anyone listening to this, there's a lot of people that, that could do the same thing that you do. And some of them could do it better or could do it maybe they do it better. There's a lot to do it worse. More the more the good worse. What I'm getting at is that the ultimate thing that we're selling really is our vibration. We really are selling our essence. We are really selling our, you know, you're selling your you-ness and that encompasses everything that makes you. Like you were mentioning earlier before, like the reason why I attract my certain clientele is because there's a certain vibration, there's a certain energy that comes across. That's not just in my, in the actual energy, of course, it comes across in the clip that I'm selling or that my actual content, my actual training is something I talk about. Well, here's what I'm getting at. Since it's a spiritual audience, I'm, it's easier to talk about these kinds of things, which is that you know, ultimately your vibration, your essence, it really is whatever you want to call it, whether it's source or God or the divine or whatnot. So really you're, you're really selling your embodiment of the divine, of source, of ultimate energy, whatever you want to call it. And I think we can all agree. That kind of by definition, that 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 energy, that defined energy, whatever you want to call it, is really is priceless. Like it really, like there is no amount of money that can, that you could, there's really no priceless price, price to, that you could put on that.
0: Yeah, it's great. And I've never heard of ultimate energy before. I like
1: that one. No, I don't know. That's just came up. I mean, I'm not even sure if that's good, but yeah. I like it. So yeah, let's say the divine, the God of the land, whatever we want to call it. So what I'm getting at, or I the I example I was going to give you is that, and that I will give you is that, so I charge quite a bit for my, for my one on one services. My current one-on-one offer, it's actually, I'm really just taking our clients for a year-long engagements nowadays, and I'm currently charging anywhere between basically $65,000 or more. You know, work with quite a few clients at that level, but what I'm getting at is that I myself, I've been charging relatively high prices for a long period of time. And I know people, like I know people who, Trends a hundred thousand dollars a year, and I could, like, you could kind of see that, where it's like you kind of do the math. Okay, if someone's like they're only working with like seven or multi-seven tier people, so I can kind of like rationally justify it, right? But then I would. There are people out there. There are spiritual coaches out there, believe it or not, who are charging. Some of them charging more. But I know spiritual pet coaches that are charging living a million dollars or more for their services. Literally, they have million dollar clients. And I always wondered like, well, how are they doing that? Like, are they only working with, are they only working with like multi, you know, like multi, multi millionaires or, or, or XYZ? And really what it comes down to is that, and a lot of them aren't is is, 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 the answer. It's, cause it's not just a direct ROI that they're selling, which that's what I was looking at before, but really again, they, they just are, they've raised their vibration to some, such a level. And that's essentially what they're selling, if that makes sense. So again, they realized that their vibration is literally priceless. And more importantly, in this context, they're able to essentially transmute that energy to the, to their potential clients, if that makes sense.
0: Oh, Ron, you're, you're like, you're like a spiritual guru here. This is amazing. And no, it makes perfect sense. I love this so much because it's like, I find something so amazing about it. So you got the, like the million dollar spiritual coach and this person is just vibrating at the energy of a million dollars, right? Like I am worth this. I'm vibrating it. I am embodying it. I am going to get you such a return on an investment that it's going to, it's going to be infinite, an infinite return. Mm-hmm. So when the potential client feels that, And believes that, and reflects that, that's going to be reflected in their return, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's just, it's just, it's that transfer of energy, hundred percent.
0: Yes, and that's the thing that's so amazing, and and so much of my work is all about energy and about finding that right energy frequency. So, if you are indeed working with a soul client, what I say. Is our soul clients pains, needs and desires fit like a puzzle piece to our unique genius. We were meant to help heal their pains, get them to their desires and give them what they need. And when that happens, that energetic frequency is so high. And so if the monetary exchange isn't near that high frequency, if it's too, if it's low,
1: <laughs> it's
0: doing a huge disservice to the relationship, bringing yeah. up- frequency down
1: yep a hundred percent that's you nailed that.
0: yeah so with this energy exchange you can really see how you don't need a huge list
1: you just need those those sole clients absolutely and then and that really gives me uh really when it comes to the tactical matter like the tact tactically how do you do this so really it's about i talk about you want to become a superhero to a very specific target market. I mean, this is really essentially what it's what it's all about. It's really about finding who are those exact people that I call being a micro celebrity. It's about finding out, so this is technically how you fight yourself. So it's about finding exactly who are those people who is your target market who you know you can who you know you can help the most. And then it's really about essentially putting the full court pressure on those people, so I joke that you know, I kind of from I started doing marketing consulting. I started consulting about five years ago, and I started as a launch consult consultant. I was working with quite a few different types of businesses, mostly. What, I was starting it with like these kind of seven multi seven figure businesses, helping them on their launches. As I start doing more stuff, I realized that my real sweet spot were essentially businesses doing between a hundred thousand, five thousand, a hundred thousand dollars and $500,000 in revenue. I first came across that. Oh, that's cool. And then the more I started working with people, patterns started to emerging. I one, one day I had this epiphany where I realized that all my, practically everyone in my mastermind, they were all brown haired females. <laughs> then I kind of, then I kind of went a little bit deeper and I realized, oh wow, they're almost all. Almost all of them have sets. Not all of them have sets, but almost all of them have sons. Then I also, then I later on realized it kind of came, in. most of them, not all of them, they were like, they help people with some aspect of business. Like they were, they were, they were not necessarily business coaches, but they help people with some aspect of business, like maybe with ads or, or whatnot. And then I also, then I realized too, that they all have this, oh yeah, like, call it, like he makes the call that spiritual side. They're, they're essentially all personal development jobs. So really essentially, so I found that my, like, my sweet spot is essentially enough. You know, brown haired female business coaches with this, with that are, that are personal development jockeys that, that have at least one, that at least, that have at least one child, that you know, brown haired numbers essentially. And then, so then, so once I figure over that, it's about, I really focus specifically both in my content that I'm putting out in the, in, in the, in the, in the market. I talk about the brown haired thing when I'm teaching I don't really say, Hey, are, are you a brown haired? Are you brown haired female, but I will kind of typically all the language I use, I might be using more language that that women might respond to a, a little bit better. And so there's like tactically things that I might do. And i I'm not even say hey, are you business coach. I would say something along those lines. These kind of tactical types of things. And then of course, yeah, like when I imagine who I'm talking to, or when I visualize the kind of people I want to work with, of course, you know you know, you know the kind of people that I'm visualized. And so really that's kind of it. And again, I have courses that Kind of go into more tactically and how you put out content and things like that. But it's really about knowing your audience. Then of course, knowing where you're going to find them. Like, for example, a lot, not a lot of people, a lot of people are on, are on Facebook and Instagram to an extent. I do more stuff on Facebook. And then it's really just about being in front of that on a regular basis. It's about showing up and being awesome with them on a regular basis. And as you do that, the more you, the more you put out content, the more awesome you are, those right people are going to start vibrating with you. And those are the people that are going to start you know, commenting on your posts and liking your posts and sharing your posts and responding to your emails. And then, of course, then once you have that, then it's about that personal connection. Okay, you see someone responding to your email, it's about emailing them back. Or you see the people that are showing up through your Facebook Lives, it's about, hey, thanks for checking out my Facebook Lives. What, what have you been up to, lately And then, as you would say, courting them into the next step.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I will say, I'm a brown-haired woman. I have a daughter, but I am a mom. So I have a daughter and I am spiritual and I'm a business coach. (laughs) Yeah. Your niche, you got your niche down, (laughs) your your, your audience. And I just want to share here too, something about you, Ron. I've told you this before, but I think it's relevant for this topic. Like when I, I've done two discovery calls with you, kind of discovery call, but they didn't feel like discovery calls. Mm -hmm. You've got like, It felt like we were just having a chitty chat, which was nice. Like, at no point was I like, all right, here comes the big pitch. (laughs) Like, that just never came. It was just a conversation. And in both calls, you made me feel so special. Like, like, you are offering me things that you weren't offering anyone else. And the thing is, I could find out that you basically tell every person the exact same thing. And I almost, like, wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, yeah, Ron might say that to you, but he really thought I, like, I was special. Like, you know what I mean?
1: I mean, I'm going to be totally transparent with you. I don't say the same thing to everyone. what. <laughs> I really, I really was excited to work with you. and That's why, of course, I gave you this, you know, irresistible offer.
0: No, and no, I I definitely didn't think that you did that. But I'm just saying that the energy that you approach discovery calls is really amazing. It is that courtship and that making the person feel special. And all it is, is just a conversation. Like, it was just a conversation. And I was basically just like, yep, yes. And you didn't even you didn't even pitch you didn't pitch me anything. <laughs> you just like, yeah, I got this thing. This is what you get. And I was just like, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, love hearing that. Great stuff. And then, yeah, one thing I just want to mention that when just last tap open back, will be a little helpful for for those listening to this is that people want to be wanted. This is a thing that a lot of people, you know, people. It's Just that's basically it. People want to be wanted. So there's a lot of power. Of course, it's got to be an integrity. You've got to be serious. But when you're like, you know, when you're thinking about your dream, when you're having that discovery call with your with your dream client, or if you're doing things in the courtship process to get them on a call, if you let them know, hey, like you're awesome. I really want to work with you. And and if you're being sincere, that is going to help you. Don't think that what happens to go. we're chasing clients. I'm coming across as desperate. There is a desperate energy. I read this recently at Audrey New Book on Sales. They call it commission breath, right? right? In context, this is like, so that's a thing for sure, but it doesn't always have to, it doesn't always have to be that way. Again, it's all about the energy you're coming across. With. Again, if you're the million, if you have the million dollar lottery ticket and you're saying, Hey, I'm trying to give you this million dollar lottery ticket, not everybody else, but you people are going to respond
0: 100%. And I think that's exactly what I meant to say with the, you made me feel special. Like, I think you've got that down, like you've got that nailed, like how you, how you deliver that is really powerful. And it was, it was, to be honest, I was just happy to be in a discovery call with you because like, this is how I wanted to discovery calls with my people because, you know, this audience doesn't like to feel salesy or be be salesy. And there was, there's Literally, when we, when you approach it the way Ron is suggesting, you really take all the salesiness out of it. 100%.
1: Great. Love hearing that. Hopefully this was helpful for everyone.
0: So helpful. I do have some other questions that we are running out of time to get to. And it, it does take us into a little bit of a different direction. It just means, Ron, would you come back sometime in the future?
1: Yeah. I told you that can mean long overdue. Yes. 100%. Love to,
0: to. Oh, no, not at all. It was really, really good content. So I always put my guests on the spot a little bit at the end of the show. I'm going to ask you to leave our listeners with an invitation and that is an invitation to do something or be someone or invite them to somewhere. What is your invitation
1: for our listeners? Invitation. Okay, cool. This this is just coming to me. So what I, what I'll do, I, we've been talking a little bit about kind of getting out, getting out of your comfort zone and kind of doing those things. So. I have an invitation for you and that is I invite you to uh, find me on Facebook. Just find my personal profile and send me a message and tell me just, that's it. Just send me a message and we'll see what goes from, we'll see where, where, where that goes. I think this will be a good way for you to get outside in your comfort zone, possibly. and then, Hey, I'm, um, if you have something that I might, that you think might be of interest to me, any kind of ways I could support you or, if you want to sell me something, I'm totally open to it. So just find me on Facebook, send me a message, tell me that Allison sent you and we'll-
0: <laughs> that is brilliant. I love that. And if you are looking like, I'm like, I know I'm I'm sounding like, you know, I'm a I'm a Ron groupie. I am, but I'm really being sincere here. If you want to read really good writing, like really good writing that is authentic and connects to the audience, I really honestly recommend getting into Ron's closed Facebook group. I'm going to ask you in one second for how people can find you getting into his closed Facebook group, friending him on Facebook or like following his personal page, getting on his mailing list. He is such a good writer. And so just like reading his writing on what good like copy looks like, you will thank me for that. So with that, with that tee up, tell us, Ron, how people can find you.
1: Yeah, the best way again, yeah, find me just, just search for my name on Facebook and you'll, you should, my personal profile should come up quite quickly. And I also that my free Facebook group is called heroic profits or mission driven entrepreneurs and experts or mission driven coaches and experts. So yeah, so just, if you just type in heroic profits, it'll, it'll come up as well. So yeah, we'd love to see you in there and watch. There's hours and hours of trainings that go really deep on what we talked about today and much, much more. So love to see you on that.
0: So good. And all of those links will be in the show notes. Ron, I can't thank you enough. This was so good, so valuable. You always offer really just high value content that I think most coaches do charge for. So I really appreciate you being so generous with sharing your wisdom. And I really appreciate you being on the show.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to part two. Yay.
0: Yay. And I want to thank you, dear listeners, so much for tuning in. I want to give a shout out to someone who just recently gave Soul Guide Radio a review. This is MWM14. MWM14, I want to thank you for this amazing review. She says, I always love Allison's heart-led insights and strategies for building a successful business. When you want to be more in your divine feminine, she's a great example. Thank you so much for that amazing review. And if you, dear listener, are feeling so called to also leave me a rating and reveal, I would be so grateful and I will read it on the air and give you a shout out of love. So that's a wrap for today. And as always, until next time, may your soul guide the way. to fill your business with soul clients in the next 60 days then download my free energy upgrade meditation to amp up your energy frequency dissolve the doubt and attract the soul clients you are destined to serve find a link to download on my website alisonscammell.com as well as in the show notes